What up, Ashley? Hello, Mervin. Oh, man. Boys is getting quiet. Going to get crunk. Yeah. Head back to Longview, Kelly popping trunk. Yeah. I ain't even tripping. Yeah. Riding and I'm sipping. Yeah. Let me come through four foes steady tipping. Yeah. Yeah. On that new oh, lap. Yeah. Watch the trunk crack. Yeah. Let me sit sideways, see me running back. Yeah. Maybe AP. Yeah. Maybe AD. Yeah. I ain't even tripping because we some athletes. Yeah. Is the more right, it, it must be a, uh, it's a nod to my co-host, not necessarily me, especially if you ask her, because she just thinks she knows everything in the world, and I'm here to set it straight. It has always been one of my dreams slash goals to work with Ashley, um, to do anything sports-related, talking with her, um, because she is one of the smartest people I know, especially uh, sports-wise. Hey, a compliment. It has always been an honor, an honor. To work with a cast member of the Doug Dynasty. Ashley, I hate you. Okay. This is Ashley Moore, and you're listening to the More Right Than Wrong podcast. What do? What do? Hello, everybody. What's up? What's popping? What's cracking other than Mervyn's lips? This is your girl, Ashley Moe. You know what I'm saying? I resent that. The favorite of the More Right the Wrong podcast. Instead of hosts, that's Mervyn, the least favorite. Um, and yeah, it's been a long time coming. It has. Uh, we have not recorded in two weeks. I blame Ashley. It is totally my fault. It's not completely your fault. I had stuff to do too. You, you had a lot more, but yes, I, yes, we both were a little uh, busy. And, but, you know, I don't think the, at least last week, I don't think the fault completely lies with you. I think we can blame Harris County and their voting machines on why somehow you got roped into having to do more Elections Day coverage than you already had to do. Well, that didn't last that long. I still have to do my sweeps, which I'm still mm-hmm. working on. So I was going to miss it anyway. Uh, so that was just something on top of something. I literally, right. they were like, hey, you have to do this real quick. And it was, I was like at the top of the digital show. Mm-hmm. So I literally wrote it, um, did it. And as soon as I did it, I called the person I was supposed to interview. And I said, hey, I'm on my way. And I went and did that. So I just, mm-hmm. it just pushed it back a little bit. But yeah, I, I wasn't still going to be able to record. I ain't going to lie to you. It'd be like that. Why did we not record the week before, though? Because, um... All of our football games got pushed a day early to Thursday. That's what it was. So I had to move my whole, all my that's shows to right. Thursday. I for, that's so what I just it was. couldn't, yeah. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I've been very busy, you know. Yeah. And then it was um, funny because that, that week, that Thursday, you had called and you were like, yeah, we're going to have to move it back to next week. And I was like, okay. <laughs> like, I figured that was happening anyway. <laughs> I was <laughs> chilling with somebody watching the movie anyway. So it was like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's, that's not news to me. I, I figured that was what was going to happen. Yes, yes. Um, so your, your girl been busy for two weeks in a row. Um, high school football got pushed up to Thursday. And then the Thursday after that, this last Thursday, I had a, a playoff special mm-hmm. um, that I produced. So, um, you know, I was uh, very busy. But, yeah, here we are. We have returned, you know, back like we never left. You know what I'm saying? Um, Same old me, same old Mervin. You know, me and Mervin, we've been going to church together these last two Sundays. You can say that. You know what I'm saying? You can say that. (laughs) 
You could say that. Um, we've been going to church together these last two Sundays, you know. So you know, we've been staying yeah. connected. Yeah. <laughs> even if even if virtually, I'm glad she's in the service. Yes, some kind I, of way. I am a willa wherever member. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Yes, I had a special anointing on Sunday because for one, uh, shout out to my sorority, Sigma Gamma Rho Sorority Incorporated. Um, Last created sorority in the divine nine, best created, of course, you know, all y'all other ones is, you know, well, never mind. We, we're just superior. Um, <laughs> anyways, uh, it was our centennial. It's been 100 years since we were founded. Okay. The mm -hmm. only, the only sorority not founded at HBCU, you know what I'm saying? So we was making waves back in the day, um, 100 years. So, uh, on Sunday, uh, a sea of blue and gold you know, came through Murphy's church. <laughs> he was like, oh, they're here. I said, oh, let me watch again. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because the Sunday before I watched, because I wanted to see what Jill Biden was going to say, because mm -hmm. y'all had Jill Biden at y'all church. And I was interested, and it was kind of, I ain't going to lie, the speech was kind of boring. You know, the story, I was oh, snooze fast a little yeah. bit. But I was like, okay, <laughs> message is out there, get to vote. Yes, right. yes. And then this Sunday, you know, my soul rose was at the church. Um... And then, you know, I got an anointing, you know, by Mervyn being on the stage with the praise team. Y'all will have got the, you know, people up, up on the stairs, but you got the five, six of them on stage. And Mervyn, with his nice little beer belly and his bald head, was up there singing for the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. When I tell y'all, swaying from side to side, you know, you would think the man had a tambourine in his hand the way he was moving. Okay. I was... That's okay. Look at look at my look at brother Mervin worshiping for the Lord. Amen. Oh, and it was this one song. Oh, what was it? Uh, the singer. Uh, I, the the lyrics were "Nobody Like Him" or something like oh, that. Yeah. yeah, that that was my song. Who was that lead singer? She tore that up. Who was that? Her name is Olivia. Oh, yeah. her name is Olivia. Yeah. Okay. Well, tell yeah. if you know you obviously on the praise team. Well, tell I said she tore that up. Cause she tore it up. I will let her know. You know, you was really into it. that song. You was really into that one. Like, I saw you moving around. Well, so it's, like, okay, it's, yeah. it's, I won't say funny, but mm -hmm. that was not just the way things happened. That was not the original plan for us to be singing that song yesterday anyway. Right. But oh, that, what, was on, that was on the spot? Well, not on the spot. We talked about it between services, but uh, we had had another pl song plan. But our actual, I won't say actual, but the lady who usually leads praise and worship, she wasn't feeling well. So she had to go to the hospital like during the first service. And so we have to change songs and change all that stuff up. And so, yeah, that was, yeah. Does uh, Miss Olivia normally lead worship? Uh, she does. Yes and no. Like she mm -hmm. will, she'll, she'll do certain songs, but she wouldn't supposed to be leading oh. when yesterday started but then she oh, okay yeah well that was an anointing from miss olivia i you know got my blessing from it and it looked like you really got your blessing from that song mm -hmm. it really did so you know it looked like it touched you amen mm -hmm. hallelujah amen so yeah um you know we went to church together mm -hmm. and and here we are here we are, this platform that yeah, we have. Yeah. Also, you mentioned briefly last week about uh, Jill Biden being a church. Uh -huh. uh, let me tell you something. 
I that was my first encounter with Secret Service last last week, um, and I knew that it obviously heightened security. Uh, I pulled up and you know canines outside, metal detectors inside, yada yada yada. But when I tell you these suckers, I had to first of all, I think I told you this how I had to run to my car to get my bag. Um, because I thought I was going to have to sing on Praise Team last week. And I got my monitors, in-ears out the car. And when I got my bag. And so when I came back, obviously they have to check all that stuff. And I'm standing over there watching. And when I tell you, they pulled my laptop out and turned it on to make sure it was actually a laptop. They pulled my phone out of my bag and made sure it was a phone. They pulled my flashlight out of a side pocket and stuff. I was just happy I didn't still carry a knife in there. Because when I say they went through every single thing in everybody's bag i don't know what i was expecting but that wasn't it um but i guess you know they gotta make sure the first lady's safe uh but yeah it was a sort of surreal experience honestly dealing with secret service last week but you Interesting. know wasn't too bad how many times did you have to tell them there was nothing in your shirt <sighs> well you see they wanted us they wanted you anyway so i didn't have to tell them anything ma'am <laughs> There was no question. Okay. Although I think I think I don't remember if it was you or somebody else, but I was, I was telling them about what happened, and they were like, you know that, that you almost got to be kind of suspicious when a dude runs out the building and comes back with a backpack. You kind of got to kind of be like, wait a minute, let's double yeah. check this one <laughs> for real, for real. But yeah, they it was weird. And then I got I felt real old, black manish in church. Just for a couple reasons. One, it was funny. I didn't see when it happened, but there was a cameraman downstairs, like right off to the side of the stage, and he had a hat on. And apparently, a deacon walked up to him and told him to take his hat off, <laughs> even though you know he was just a cameraman doing the job. Which, thank you, deacon, whoever that was. And two, you could tell right when she was about to come out because you just started really seeing a bunch of random white people walking around. And the issue wasn't that. It was the fact that Pastor Cosby was up, pre- uh, not preaching, but talking, you know, to the congregation, normal announcements or whatever, and about to introduce her. And there was a dude walking right in front of him. And I, in my head, I'm like, all right, I get what you're doing, but can you, like, just not walk right in front of the man as he's talking? Like, Who maybe walked find in a front d- of him? Huh? Who walked in front of him? One of the Secret Service agents. Oh, I didn't see anybody walk in front of him. Did he walk below on the bottom? Yeah, yeah he was like on the floor. But I I'm saying the people what? at home couldn't see. No, no, I know that. But I, in my head, I'm but like, yes. like I don't know. Can right. you figure out another way to do that? Like not walk right in front his, of him back and forth? His job is to secure the first I lady. know, but okay. still. Yeah. Also, they knocked down one of our light poles outside. And I'm glad. I'm hoping they're the ones who came back and fixed it. But, I'm dead. you know, it is what it is. Hey, knock down a light pole. So... But so where, because you know, obviously they're gonna keep. They obviously had a clear line to the closest exit, just in case somebody tried something stupid. Mm-hmm. Um, and that there's a back door right there, and then there's like light poles outside, not like tall light poles, but like little five foot light poles. And where their car was parked, I guess it, it they either took it off or knocked it over or whatever. And I didn't notice it till afterwards. But I mean, I get what you know. Are you the groundskeeper or something? No, but I pay my tithes there, and I won't. I don't want. I'm dead. I don't need the U.S. government I coming over knocking light dead. poles, so I, or at least come dead. back and fix it. I'm dead. Mervin talk like this. His house. Anyways, it's okay. The Lord's let's... house, and I, I give my ten percent every two weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. 
uh, it's episode 89, folks. Um, we finally arrived here. Um, we're talking college football. Are we talking college football? You Are you you're covered? Uh, probably not. Okay, so. It'll uh, be a only... quick mention. <laughs> It'll be a quick mention. Yeah, um, I haven't seen any college football, and, and Mervin says he hasn't either, so. Yeah, but we've been busy, folks. Sorry. Mm-hmm. But we got other stuff. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, we are going to talk about the three football players um, killed at the University of Virginia. Uh, we will talk there. Uh, in the NFL, we're talking Cowboys, Packers, and that fat L that they took. Uh, Eagles take their first loss surprisingly tonight, but as I tweeted, they gave the game away. Uh, Vikings, Bills, Mervin's MVP candidate, Josh Allen. Uh, in the NBA, we're going to talk, you know, Brooklyn Nets, <laughs> because why not? Uh, it's been a minute, guys, so we're going to talk in the culture segment. You know, just take off, you know, shot and killed in Houston, you know what I'm saying? It still hasn't set in for me, okay, still. And they had, didn't they have his whole memorial service? Had they had that yet? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they did uh, Friday at uh, yeah. State Farm Marina. Yes, I, I'm work, I work all day Friday, so yeah, I totally, you know. But yeah, it still hasn't set in for me. Uh, Kanye really got canceled. Um, you know, I know I was calling for it back then. Uh, this other stuff is just to mention Drake, 21 Savage, you know, dropping her loss and the baby got two for one tickets to his shows. That's hilarious. You don't want to talk about your Astros. Oh, the Astros. Winning it's a, been that long. Winning a non-cheating championship. Yeah, it was last it's, week. Jesus. We've been gone for so long. Yeah. Why did you say that before? I didn't, I didn't think about it till just now. I was like, wait a minute. There was something else I wanted to talk about. And that was it. Astros. If she can spill. Oh. Oh. oh, nope. Wrong again. My hand touched both <laughs> at the same time. And, yeah. Let's put a break here somewhere. Somewhere. Eventually. Uh, yeah, we'll figure it out. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, did you want to mention any other thing other than the football players we're about to talk about? Um, uh, TCU beat Texas. That, that, that's about it. Yes, TCU has um, finally been respected by the um, – you know, playoff committee, mm-hmm. you know, to put them in, you know, the top four. Which they should have done the first week. Yeah, because TCU has now beat, what, how many, five ranked opponents in their undefeated I still? I think so. Something yeah. like that. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, should have did the first week, but hey, here we are. They made it. Um. <laughs> so, yeah. The, uh, <laughs> this... I'm dead. Okay. Well, I, I I'm sorry. Yeah, I didn't mean like that. I was just like, yeah. I was like, is that it? Because yeah, that, that's that really it. it. Wow. That, it, and we normally have an in-depth. I'm. We're sorry. We're sorry, y'all. Don't say you we. Know. This is. Pause. That's, I say we because you know y'all see what happens when I, you know, don't see any football, college football. I carries the segment. Y'all see? Yes. No. Y'all you're 100 percent correct with that. <laughs> yes. Because then I come back and carry the breakdowns. NFL. <laughs> You don't carry the NFL. I contribute to the NFL because I've seen that too. Look at this. Look at this. When I ain't got nothing on college football, there is absolutely nothing. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? There's been plenty of times where you ain't wrote nothing on the rundown and we still talk about the NFL because, you know, I also pay attention to that. You know what I'm saying? I love it's, just NFL, a, it's a lot easier to pay attention to at most 16 games as opposed to True. like 50 that True. somewhat matter. But you just named one, and you couldn't say much about it. Because I was at work, and it was busy exactly. on Saturday night. Right. Yeah. Uh-huh. Saturdays Correct. tend to be a lot busier than Sundays when I get there, so yeah. Right. Yeah. Correct. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyways, moving on to a much serious topic. Um, last night, 
uh, at the University of Virginia. Um, it was a bus load of students on a field trip headed to Washington, D.C. to go see a play. I believe they were headed back when this happened. Um, anyway, so they're on a bus, um, and they had just got something to eat, and uh, one of the students shot and killed three football players on the bus, uh, shot two other people who, one is in critical condition, one they said is going to be okay, um, and then he was loose. He was, it was a, they, they didn't find him until today, literally finding out during the press conference that this guy has been apprehended. Mm-hmm. Uh, the three guys who died, they were three football players, as I mentioned, three black men. Uh, the guy who they say committed these crimes, a black man who um, played on a football team his freshman year. I, I don't think he actually played, but he was on the roster his freshman year. Um, but since then, um, he didn't play football anymore. Um, and recently, they said back in September, they um, got a report of some hazing situation. And then somebody told them that the guy who shot and killed these people um, told them that he had been carrying a gun around campus. So, you know, police investigated it. He didn't cooperate but his roommate said no nah, i never seen a gun mm-hmm. you know but then they find out now that he had a misdemeanor from another city in virginia for you know carrying a gun it's like uh yeah he definitely should have reported that so you know dude's trouble i don't know what exactly happened they haven't released the motive you know what i'm saying i've seen things online where some people saying bullying and stuff like that i don't know what happened at the end of the day, once again, it is not okay, you know, to just pull out a gun and shoot people in the schools. But the crazy thing about it is, you know, it's as it's common. It's, it's very common. It's mm-hmm. extremely common. So common to I was looking at Virginia's next uh, couple games because you know you always wonder when something happens like this, a school shoot, especially three football players, um, a guy we still don't know critically injured. He, at a school, okay, mm-hmm. um, do you continue the rest of your football season? They got, what, two games left? But anyways, on November 26th, their last game, their rivalry game is against Virginia Tech. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking about back when Virginia Tech right. had the school shooting, which is crazy how common this is. It's so common. It, it, I w- you know, I've, I've thought about that whole thing recently where – you know, back in the day, Columbine was the outlier, you know? Right. Like, Columbine mm-hmm. was the, oh, my God, Columbine happened, and this is happening, all the stuff that happened after it. And then it was like, now Columbine just happened. I hate to say it like this, but Columbine just happened to be ahead of its time because it happens so often now, you don't even, you don't even hear about them, you know? Like, mm-hmm. we hear about this because you factor in this a college, football players and stuff like that. So I'm hearing about it mostly because it's on sports center, but you know, shootings happen to schools all the time. I mean, it's just, I hate to say it gets lost in the wash, but it's so much it gets lost and you barely even hear about it. And we get desensitized to it, which I think is a horrible problem because it just leads to more and more to be allowed to happen. Yeah. Um, I mean, I always hear about it because I obviously work. Right. You know, well, yeah, but um, for the but, for the average guy who doesn't work at a news station where 
everything that happens doesn't come across my desk, you know? Like, I don't see it all. I, I get why you see it, but I'm saying, like, the normal person, we don't see it. You know, we don't even hear about it that often. Or we hear about it today, and then we don't hear anything about it, you know, ever again. I think there was a shooting up in St. Louis maybe a few weeks ago at a school, and I heard about it once on the day of, and that was it. Only reason we hear, yeah. only reason we hear about Uvalde so much is because of how poorly the uh, police officers handle it, handle but, it, well, and, and we're hearing the, the news coming up. The amount, yeah, absolutely. Of that yeah, and that that I think that plays a part in it too. Yeah, it but, plays a major part. Mm-hmm. Right, but I mean, let's take it for instance, uh, Sandy Hook. Right, you know that one happened. We heard about it. And we we heard about it for a while because it was a lot and it was kids, but we didn't hear about it. I feel like we didn't hear about it as much in the aftermath as we hear about Uvalde. And again, strictly because of, and I I, I may be wrong. I don't that think was so. that was ten years ago, so I may yeah. be wrong here. Yeah, I'm gonna say I still I, you would still hear about Sandy Hook and the mm-hmm. anniversary of Sandy Hook and stuff like that. Right. Yeah, Uvalde just happened, so of course we're That's still true. talking about Uvalde. And again, I think a lot of it is because of the the poor response to it, and you know. The cops the amount, in the hallway. Yeah, but the amount of children yeah. as well. It's pretty. It was how many kids was it? Too many. It was a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah. Nineteen children and two mm-hmm. teachers. Yeah, that's yeah. why we are talking about it still. Because nineteen. Sandy Hook was what twenty six. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's um, you know, that yeah, but you know, never mind. I know. I know you have to watch what you say. Um, yes. <laughs> I, yeah. But yeah, it, it, we've... Look, she can't say it. I can. Um, and I, we know what? Let me rephrase it. I'm not going to speak for her. I don't, I'm not going to put any opinions on her. But I will, I'm going to say this. We have gotten way past the point in this country where gun control needs to be discussed. And I think because of people like the NRA and other groups like them who for some reason just feel like we just all need to have, you know hunting rifles just for sport things like this are going to keep happening until we actually put measures in place to say all right bro you don't need this many guns or obviously keep a pistol handgun protect yourself we ain't gonna trip on that i mean we talked about it earlier wasn't election day on tuesday yeah and and you know what's wild you the wildest thing i saw on election day not the broken voting machines. Not even the fact that somebody got electrocuted and died uh, outside of a polling place in Houston. It's the fact that Governor Greg Abbott won Uvalde with like 73 or 74% out of there. The same man who praised the police department a day after before he realized what happened. The same man who is allowing just free and open and easy gun gun ownership in Texas. Permitless carry, open carry, all that stuff. That's him. So, if you want a big name to blame for what happened, it's him. And they still voted for him. Yeah. Well, uh, senseless crime, once again, very senseless. Um, you know, this, I think, was just a handgun. You know, some people like, mm-hmm. well, you know, you got the right to carry a handgun, blah, blah. This is just somebody who, you know, acted out. Out of the way. It's, you know, it, granted, this AR-15 handgun still a shooting, mm-hmm. a school shooting for absolutely, like, it was just not necessary. I don't know what 
happened on this bus, still not necessary. It's never necessary to take mm-hmm. somebody's life. And for that reason, three, it could be four, three students, young black kings, you know, dead, you know, in college, okay, at a Division One program, playing football. Yeah. You know, like, that's crazy. It's crazy, you know. Um, and, yeah, they got dude. And just don't make no sense. It doesn't. It don't make no sense. It doesn't at all. Anyways, um, well, let's just move on, on to the NFL. Okay. Well, uh, the Cowboys took that L. That L. You know what? Hold on. On Sunday. Hold on. I just that say, L. Hold on. I just want to say. I can't stand Ashley. Uh, for a few reasons. Partially is because of some things she texted me while I was at church, which were absolutely <laughs> hilarious, by the way. But still, <laughs> which, by the way, I sent them to. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh, I'm dead. But also because nobody like them. Amen. <laughs> you're a horrible Amen. person. Uh, but also because Ashley is just silent as a church mouse. When the Cowboys win, even if it's an ugly win, even if it's by one or by 50, you don't hear a word. But then the Cowboys lose, and here she come out the bushes <laughs> with memes ready to go. I don't understand. <laughs> Pause. I did not come out the bushes. You texted me. I just responded to when? text. Had I te- La- Yesterday? You- yes, last night. You sure did, y'all. The game had been over. I had not texted Mervin. I didn't text you. Mervin, no, yes, I te- you no. did. The, okay, no. You said, can we record tomorrow night? That had, nothing to, to- that had Mervin- nothing to do with the game. That ain't what I said. I said, you texted me. I would not come up at the bushes. You because texted I didn't me, want to so te- I said. Oh, excuse me I for said, texting you a day early instead of waiting till the day to say, let's record, let's record Mer- today. Mer- I'm just saying I didn't come at the bushes. You came into my phone on the day that you knew y'all lost. <laughs> oh, so, so I was I asking said, for it. That's what you're yes. saying. <laughs> so I said, okay. See this? As in, as in yes, we can. See what I deal but with, while guys? I'm here. <laughs> See what I deal with? <laughs> while I'm here, let me drop off a Cowboys meme. <laughs> See what I deal with? About them catching that L. Wrong. And that's, no, it's worse. Because you texted that two and a half hours later after I asked you. <laughs> So you you would have had that ready to go no matter what. That uh, that it'd be different. Oh, you're a horrible person, actually. I, I love you to death, but you are a terrible person. Uh, but yeah, the Cowboys decided to ruin my Sunday yesterday uh, because they decided they wanted to give up a, tw- a 14 point fourth quarter lead to the one man I think I can honestly say in the world that I hate. Uh, Interesting. You know, a lot of other people who get on my nerves. Ashley, you're one of them. I say I hate you, but we all know I don't mean that. But Aaron Rodgers, I hate that man. Because he just ru- every single time we play him, he ruins my day. Back 2014, I'm pretty sure we lost some, some time between then and now. And it's not his fault. I'm lying. But I still hate him. The issue yesterday was the fact that the Cowboys have a glaring, glaring weakness in their defense. And that is stopping the run. I've said it before. Interesting. Anyway. Go ahead. (laughs) So they can't stop the run, which we've seen before, right? Surprise, surprise. But the issue that I feel like, and I was telling somebody this at work yesterday, 
the underlying issue with that, or I guess the secondary issue is, with the Cowboys not being able to stop the run, they had to put Micah in at linebacker and not having him rush Aaron Rodgers, okay. which would be his more of his strength, right? Well, with that, you also run into the uh, issue of if they do decide to drop back and pass, mm-hmm. <laughs> you ain't got nobody else rushing to pass, and you're only rushing four, and then you get plays like you had uh, yesterday where I forget who it was. I want to say it was Malik Cooker that got burnt. I don't remember it, but the one – where they were gonna uh that they went up fourteen to seven. I about to say, yeah, you got problems in the backfield. Well, you don't have any problems in the backfield causing, you know, uh the secondary to get exposed, right. basically. Because that's right. exactly what happened. That's exactly what happened. one of the worst offenses in it in the league. Yeah. Had so you ever ahead. heard of uh Christian Watson before yesterday? Nope. Yeah, no neither idea. Had I. Yep. Yeah, neither had I. Until I don't know what, second quarter when he had two touchdowns. Which mm-hmm. by the way, um Dak you know, it's my boy. Love him. One of those interceptions, we ain't going to 100% blame on him, and I think Michael Irvin can back you up on that one. Um, but Dak did not look great yesterday. Two interceptions, one of which being in the end zone, where had that not been a pick and the Cowboys would have scored, we would have been up 14-0. They get the interception, and then three plays later, it's a 7-7 ball game. And then another interception, they take it. And go up fourteen to seven in the uh in the second quarter. It's all around bad, just ugly first half. And then right. to take that, and then to go up twenty eight to fourteen in the mm. in the fourth quarter. You're, fourth you're, quarter up two touchdowns. Fourth quarter up two touchdowns. Interesting. And by the way, just like the Cowboys really couldn't do anything against the run for the Packers, the Packers defense wasn't really stopping Tony Pollard yesterday. I don't Wait. know. I don't know why we didn't just keep exactly. Go say it, I don't know, know why, why we what? didn't just keep going to that well. Exactly. I, if you up two touchdowns in the fourth quarter, you run why the not ball. run the ball? You run the ball because at the very least, even if you go three and out, two minutes come off the clock. Thank you. At the very least, and then even then, the offense was clicking. I don't know what happened in the second half in the uh, fourth quarter to where we didn't do anything with the football. But that's exactly what happened. And then we go to overtime. Cowboys get the ball. And, you know, I'm thinking this is going to be a situation where, okay, the team that's been – I won't say the better team per se, but the team that's played better this year gets the ball. Okay, they're going to ride it all, and we're going to just march down the field and score. And then we get to the 35. Fourth and three. Now, in 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 the moment I said, why didn't we just kick the field goal? But then thinking about it, hearing other people talk about it, it makes sense, right? You got you you're outside, you're in the cold. If he misses, and you give Aaron Rodgers the ball back at the thirty-five, um, you know, he's probably gonna go down and score, which is exactly what he did. So you got to take that. I, I get why you take that chance and why you you know go for uh you go for it on fourth down. But you're 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 a fourth and three. You, I know that every offensive coordinator has some plays that are just a quick hit. You shouldn't have to take a three-step drop. It should be snap and ball is released if you're not handing the ball off. You shouldn't have to think twice about it. So why that wasn't a play that was called, I don't understand, especially with your line looking how they look. Also, real quick, Mike McCarthy has done a lot this year to get off my, my bad list about his coaching and our penalties. 
But those penalties in uh, the fourth quarter, uh, I'm sorry, in overtime on that drive looked absolutely horrible. Why is the receiver lining up offsides? Why are people holding unnecessarily? That We just looked out of sorts for the last 15 plus 7, whatever, 22 minutes of the game. Look bad. It's got to be fixed, especially when we got Minnesota next week. With the fourth and third. Wasn't it third and third right before that? Yeah, it was. And I don't remember So, if what you know you're going to go for it on why aren't you running? fourth down, why don't you run it why on third? Why aren't you running the ball? Yeah. They, yeah, that was my that was my oh, issue no. about it. No, the third and three was the uh, Dak pass it to CD, and that's what uh, I believe it was Jair Alexander. It was. I'm biased. I Are you saying it was pass interference? Yes, it was pass interference. I don't know. I don't know. He definitely had his hands around him before the ball got. I there. don't know. I saw his hands were to me. It wasn't clear enough. His hands it wasn't were bang, bang. his hands were about to wrap him up when CD was going out to get the ball. So he could. It, it, I can't tell if he was actually wrapped on him or about to. But it I, looked he like was he was motion. wrapped on him. Now again, I'm motion. biased. I, I understand that, but it looked like pass interference to me. So yeah, but either way, but my why thing aren't is, you is, running? Yeah, my thing is if you know you're gonna go for it, because sound to me like y'all knew y'all were going for it on That's fourth what, down yeah. either way. So if you know you're going for fourth down either way, why not run on third and three? Don't mm-hmm. that don't make no sense. Right. Why again, you, which yeah. again, especially if they're not stopping the run, just like you're not. Just march the ball down the field and keep pushing. But they they went away from it. I don't understand why. And so you give Aaron Rodgers the ball back with sixty five yards to go to score. I mean, yep. you can wrap it up at that point. You know what's about to happen, and that's exactly what happened. Five straight losses. One of the worst offenses in the league. Mm-hmm. And yet, they still find a way to beat the Cowboys. Ain't God good. Ain't he good Tony, all the time. Tony Pollard was averaging 5.2 yards a carry. Uh. So let's let's talk about it, cause I've been on the Tony Pollard train. I've been saying RB one. This is season number three of me saying RB one, or maybe season number two. Season number two of mm-hmm. me saying RB one, and maybe got nah. Have you seen him block? Boop, 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 boop. Through his three starts without Ezekiel Elliott, four hundred and seven yards, six touchdowns, six point five six yards per carry. Now, um, does that not sound RB1 material? Does that not sound like he can do it without Zeke? Has it not looked he, like he could do it without Zeke? If he can handle a, a larger workload, yeah. What do you mean if he can handle a, a larger workload? He's never had more than 17 carries a game. Okay. You pause. No, no. What I'm saying is, I hear what you're saying. Mm-hmm. What I'm saying is, if he could handle a 20 to 25 carry a game pace, then yeah, absolutely. Here you go. Here you go. Why do you need a 20 to 25 yard pace when you're averaging six and a half yards per carry? Because he's in there for he's in there for the big plays. You bring in other back for that, like Zeke. When Zeke is in the game and Tony Pollard's in the game and Tony Pollard gets, you know, the few touches he does, it's for plus positive yardage. So you do take him out, you know what I'm saying? Give him a little breather because your man just ran just scored a forty-yard uh, touchdown. You know what I'm saying? Let's touch this. I get it, but I understand increasing his workload if you need to. But uh, the workhorse that you have now, Zeke Elliott. I'm sorry, I think he's on the decline, or at least you know, yeah, I definitely think he's on the decline in his career, as from what we've seen. Mm-hmm. 
from what we've seen. Tony Pollard is definitely the star back. Y'all just need to admit it to y'all selves. We know it wasn't no quarterback controversy, but there seriously needs to be a running back controversy because Tony Pollard is showing that he is a better running back than Ezekiel Elliott right now. That's all I'm saying. He shows it every week as the backup. But, hey, now you're seeing it as the starter. What you got to say now, Mervin? Is he not playing well? Why would I say he's not? Of course he is. Because. I'm just saying. You know, what's what's the excuse for him not being RB1 now? Is Zeke playing well? Yes. Yeah. How many good games has he had this season? I would say one. He's had a couple. I say he said average games. How many good games has he had this season? He's had a couple. I'd have to go back and look, but now, okay. <laughs> I say one game, and I oh, let me look at the schedule. Who was the one game against? The rest of them were very average. Tony Pollard has had what three? Yes. I'm just saying. This is, you just gotta, you know. I think the Cowboys, the issue with y'all is y'all stuck in y'all ways. Jerry Jones is a very stuck in his ways, man. That is very you true. Know? That is very and true. And that's the issue. That's why y'all ain't won nothing in 26 years, because he's just stuck in his ways. And he just wants what, you know. Now, granted, y'all did pay the man, but, like, you know, that got Tony Pollard there. That's that's the future. That's RB1 right there. Bring Zeke in. To, yeah, what you say? Bring him in the block. Tony Pollard? Let him tote that thing. Okay? Mm-hmm. Let him tote that thing. You get creative with your playbook, too. Like, Zeke, now granted, Zeke has always been, you know, a nice little dual threat running back, you know what I'm saying? He can catch, mm-hmm. you know, he can run. But Tony Pollard, the speed with it, it's, I don't know. I don't, and Zeke hurt again, I don't know. Could mm-hmm. be the decline. But, yeah, uh, major L, uh, Cowboys lost to the Green Bay Packers, and Mike McCarthy was a very upset. Uh, shout out to him catching that L at Lambeau. You know what I'm saying? Major shout-out for that one. You know what I'm saying? Um, and, yeah, he was upset about the penalties, too. But you know what they say? A leopard. I actually don't know what they're saying. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. I was like, okay. Wait, a leopard I, I, always shows its spots. <laughs> that's it not a, a real thing. It's a cheetah. It's a cheetah always shows its spots? I think that's off, too. I think it's something else. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. But you know what I mean. Okay. Y'all were the most penalized last season. Y'all were the most penalized in preseason. Just because y'all had a good few games. I would show this up again. Mm-hmm. It showed did. It, it did. popped up. But it's all right. It's all it right. popped up. It's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Because I'm really not sure how we're going to look against Minnesota this week. Uh, L. Especially oh, yeah. at, L. At, at U.S. Bank. <laughs> so L. We'll see. L. Oh, can't wait for that one. When I tell you, I be walking into the work meetings with a smile on my face. It's all right, because we still got to play the entire. Kirk. We still got to play the entire AFC South. We'll be fine. Kirk Cousins, he got he gonna put his chains on again. You know what I'm saying? Again, we still got to play the entire AFC South. So wait, do we? I, okay, yeah, can I just? We'll be fine. Are we at the Vikings yet? Where we at? Are we at the? Not yet. Are we talking about? You want to talk about that Bills, one next? Eagles. Instead of in. Uh, yeah, yeah. Let's go to Vikings okay. Bills. Um, can I just say? I love this thing the Vikings are doing with the chains. Oh, yeah. Oh, Kirk Cousins on the plane, yes. With the chains on. So, you know, you had Kirk Cousins on the plane with all his chains on. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Shirtless for some reason. (laughs) Why did – did you you saw the – Are you talking about Adam Schefter? Yes. (laughs) Because why not? (laughs) Like, why did you do that? I said at least he ain't, you know, at least he got a little – 
You know what I'm saying? A little, little he ain't it ain't it ain't uh, nasty to look at. Mm-hmm. There we go. You know, you got a little just solid build. He's an athlete. Um, but anyways, yes, Patrick Peterson. You know, he got the uh, he got the um, chains. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, for his performance, you know, in the game. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Against the Bills. See. Because Mervyn's MVP, uh, hopeful, or you you still think he going to get MVP this season? You said this. Yeah. Now, my MVP pick, he out. What did I say? I said Justin Herbert. Hey, Probably my not. consolation was Patrick Mahomes. So. Okay, that that shouldn't be a fair that. pick because he's. He's one one. That that's not a fair pick. I'm just saying. Okay, that. Yes, I'm moving the goalposts. I don't care. I'm gonna say when, when was when were those the rules? Because remember, I said you was just like, who'd you pick to win? I said Chiefs. He was like, really? So then you made me pick something else, and then you was like MVP, and I was like Patrick Mahomes. You like really? You made me pick something else. I was like, oh, Justin Herbert. So I was like, oh, let me pick. You know, mm-hmm. pick somebody in there. Um, but yes, Mervin, your um, MVP pick. Uh, he got a he got he the one got Patrick Peterson them chains. Yeah. He threw that last one right to him. <laughs> yeah. So what happened with the Vikings Bills? Remember, so, can you catch us up? So the the uh, the Bills, they decided to get themselves a nice little 17-point lead. Uh, oh, the Vikings, nice little cushion. Nice little cushion. Vikings didn't look that great in the first half. Uh, you could tell that even though the Vikings are technically a cold-weather team, you remember that they play in a uh, climate-controlled environment. So when the snow starts to fall and the wind starts to blowing up in uh, Buffalo, you know it's going to affect them a little bit. But then, in the four, in the third quarter, the Vikings said, "All right, that's cool. Let's go ahead and stretch these limbs out. I think we're uh, we're good, and we're going to make us a little comeback." And that's exactly what they did. Sure uh, did. Let me tell you something. Mm. I don't know why I didn't think this would happen, but the connection of Kirk Cousins mm-hmm. and Justin Jefferson. Oh, absolutely. It's beautiful. beautiful. It's absolutely amazing. Because beautiful. some of the plays that they made, uh, especially in that fourth quarter. Uh, especially Justin Jefferson. First of all, I'm, we're going to talk fourth and 18. Oh. Beautiful catch. Oh. Like, like, no doubt about it. Two minutes, you're on fourth and 18. You really you have one timeout, so you have to go for it. And that, that ball he delivered was absolutely phenomenal. And it was an amazing catch by Justin Jefferson to catch it and not let it hit the turf. But it was one Kirk Cousins hit him with on the sideline. That was amazing. Uh-huh. And not just those two. Kirk Cousins put one in double coverage on the spot to get them down to about the two-yard line in the fourth quarter. It was, it was just like the... the huh? Was that true? Who said Kirk Cousins needed to retire? No. Okay, I'm about to say. I th- I, now, if I said that, I mean he needed to retire from primetime games. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, right, sure, but, sure. Uh-huh. But no, I, no, that wasn't me. Uh, by the way, I think Kirk Cousins just happy these games are happening before the sun goes down because Kirk Cousins in primetime is still hor- horrendous until he proves me other proves otherwise. Uh, but yeah, Kirk Cousins and Justin Jefferson just look absolutely amazing together. Uh, the Bills collapsed. I don't think there's any other way to say it than when you have a Super Bowl contender, one of the consensus top five teams in the uh, in the league, uh-huh. and you're up 17 points in the, in the second half, and you blow it. Interesting. There's, um, you know, a specific play I was thinking about. Um, Go ahead. Um, 
the Vikings had it, you know, at the two yard line, one yard line, etc. And the Bills. You're talking about hold, fourth quarter? Yes. Oh, yeah. The Bills hold the Vikings at the goal line. Mm-hmm. Like, QB they go sneak, for it. Get in, yeah. They go for it on fourth down. Nice little goal line stand. Mm-hmm. Congratulations. Turnover on downs. The score was what, 23 to 27 at this yeah. point? The Bills were up 23, I mean, 27 to 23. Vikings yeah. had 23. Murphy's MVP candidate, Josh <laughs> Allen. Now, it's always the same time around a year <laughs> where he do something and you just like, okay. <laughs> All right, now. I think it was around this time last year when he fumbled at the, uh, whatever. No, this, but this, was no, this might have been the time of year where they lost to the Jaguars. <laughs> Okay, maybe. But this was worse. My man's got the lead. <laughs> the four-point lead in the fourth quarter. The end of the fourth quarter mm-hmm. at the goal line. I think it's like 40 fumbles, seconds left. 40 seconds left and fumbles the ball mm-hmm. in the end zone to where the Vikings hop on top and score a touchdown. You can't make this up. You can't make, this you can't up. make that up. <laughs> and you know what's wild? So I knew the outcome before I watched the highlights, and I was like, okay. At first, I was like, okay, Vikings going to go down the score, and then Bill's going to kick a field goal, just doing the quick math. But I was like, wait, they stopped them? How in the world did they get the ball back? This, this Negro fumbled the ball <laughs> in fumbled the end ball. zone. In the end zone. In the end zone. Josh Allen. That's Mervin's MVP right there. Shout out to your MVP. Shout I out. I mean, it just proves that, you know, if he's off, they lose. It's kind of what MVP means if you look in like third or fourth part of the I definition. Mean, him being off and them losing versus him losing them the game. That didn't lose them the game. Maybe. Them allow no. Hear me out. That didn't lose them the game because <laughs> keep in mind, right after that, Josh Allen marched him down the field to get into overtime. Now, being Maybe. down by three and then throwing an interception in the end zone. Marvin. Clearly lose you the game. Um, how much time did you say was on the clock when the Bills were up by four points? About 40 seconds left. Yes. Less than a minute. Yes. Um, typically, if you have the ball. But, okay. Up get, four points. Give the, give the. Wait, Hold on, wait, give the whole. Wait, hold on, uh, Wait a minute. Get the whole situation. Typically. 41 seconds. No, yeah, 41 seconds. Typically, in the game of football, if you have the ball up four points with 40 seconds to go in the game, don't all you have to do is take care of the ball? You're right. Mm, Like, can you literally not do I mean, you obviously have to make you're, a play. You're, but okay. can you literally not do anything to win the game? You're right. But I think you're I think you're failing to mention a big part of it, which was they were on the half-yard line. They were on the half-yard line. So, you so did they have obviously to they had to get the right. ball out the end zone. If right. they were in the middle of the field, they would have obviously just taken a knee. and. Oh, been, okay, Mervin. They obviously have to get the ball out the end zone. I just said advance the ball. They have to advance the ball. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's all they got to do. Advance it once. That's it. My mans couldn't even hold on to the ball. Had he just held on to the ball, okay, they would have won that game. 
is that not is that not what's going on here? Had he held on to the ball and they got out of the end zone, would they well, have won the game? Okay. Yes or no? You're right. Okay. But I don't know who, if it would have got out of the end zone. It looked like somebody got <laughs> – it looks like there were Vikings <laughs> in the backfield anyway. So it might have been a safety, which then you just, you know, take your chance with the defense. Exactly. So who lost in the game? I, did you not hear what I just said? Josh I Allen. said that game – that play didn't lose him the game because he got them down there for overtime and then he threw that pick in the end zone. That's what lost him the game. For Mervin. Had he not fumbled the ball up four, would they have lost that game? They might have. He fumbled the ball, and it gave the other team seven points. Okay. I he had you. to march the team down to take it to the overtime because it was his fault. <laughs> he had to do that for <laughs> well, his team it. to have he a chance. He did it, and, and that's then, what and then when he got his team a chance, it's time to win the game. He throws the ball away again, turns it over again to lose the game. He lost the game. It was That was definitely Josh Allen. Now, do I think Josh Allen is an amazing quarterback, top tier? Absolutely. Absolutely. But I just find it funny that every time you say he MVP, he just does stuff like this. But, yeah, still top tier quarterback. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Homeboy, he can ball, okay? <laughs> he can throw it. He can run it, all that. But it's still funny. Delighting in people's demise. Horrible person. Okay, it's a game. It ain't no (laughs) delighting demise. It's a bad game. But, yeah, he definitely, uh, uh, yeah, he he lost that game. Game of the year? What's game of the year? I'm asking. Was that game of the year? Yes. Uh, no. Now, do I have a game of the year? No. Okay. But that was I don't, well. Then I, it's my early candidate for game of the year. Also, I, saying, I need I need a game of the year. You catch of the year. Oh I think yeah, that, yeah. That, that's pretty yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. Chad just Jefferson, uh, catch of the year. Absolutely, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Anyways, um, yeah. What's next here? The Eagles. Yeah, take their uh, first loss. Can I just say real quick before uh-huh. the game? Um, Jalen Hurts, obviously, yeah. Went viral on social media because he walked in, you know, to the stadium with his Easter Sunday pink suit on. I haven't seen it. You know, I saw an alert about it, but I didn't open it up. Oh, my God. He had this Easter Sunday pink suit on. And Kimberly Martin, Uh-oh. I don't know who she works with now. She went to she's Syracuse, a, she's though. She's ESPN. She's ESPN? Mm-hmm. Okay. She went to Syracuse. Um, and she <laughs> reposted it and said, oh, they about to lose. <laughs> <laughs> this is, I don't know if you can Hold on. I'm going to look it up. You said it's on Kimberly Martin. On Twitter. Uh, this is just Sports Center. Let me just send you this one from Sports Center. Literally, everybody was posting it, but she literally was like, "Oh, they about to lose," because he was looking sharp, fresh, y'all. Oh my god! Mind y'all, the Eagles. That, that is came, a hot. That's not even bright pink. That's a hot pink suit. Yes, he. I mean, he was looking good in it though. You can't say he wasn't. Why you saying ugh? Now that you just ugly. Me. No, that's an ugly pink. <laughs> that's why I said that. No, she said. Oh no, she said no, she Jalen Hurts he, he ain't, ain't losing, losing tonight. tonight. Somebody quoted her and said he was finna lose. Then was it Jamel Hill? Anyway, she said he ain't losing tonight. I thought it said originally that he was losing because I was thinking like I was like, dang, the pink suit gonna have him losing. He lost. He was too he fresh. Uh, no, Kyle is Devontae the one that lost because of the, the the Easter suit. <laughs> <laughs> Devontae Smith had on his little uh little suit. 
his little hat, his mm-hmm. little fedora. I saw y'all. Too I need fresh. y'all to chill out, bro. I need y'all to chill with these suits, bro. I need look. Why you hate? I'm not saying. Tyler Hurst looks. He looked good, y'all. Y'all look him up saying, and y'all see Mervin hating. I'm not saying they gotta be like the old school NBA, but I'm just saying let's let's relax, trying to make fashion statements, and let let's let's rein it back in a little bit. Okay, Paul. Some of the, some of the fashion statements in the NBA be throwing me for a little loop. I ain't gonna lie to you. That's true. But these right here, these are successful black men dressed up in suits. I love to see, especially Jalen Hurt and Jalen Hurts eight too. So don't why you hate? He ate. He ate. Looking forward. You know what that's for? As long as it ain't what Cam Newton was wearing in. Oh no! Because Cam was no, yeah, yeah, that was out of control. Mm-hmm. It was. It was. Uh, but onto the football field. Uh, so Ashley, I think I've told you this before, but I have a magic number when it comes to time of possession, and it's around thirty-five minutes, right? I feel mm-hmm. like if you hold the ball thirty-five minutes and do what you're supposed to do, you mm-hmm. should probably win that football game, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the Washington Commanders had the ball for forty minutes and twenty-four seconds. They had, our, let me see. They had not one, but two drives that totaled seven and a half minutes that led to scores. Um, that is the type of stuff that'll win you a football game. Hold on. Let me see. Let me make sure I'm not tripping. Seven minutes and 21 seconds, touchdown. Seven minutes and four seconds, touchdown. That was uh, towards the end of the first half. Um, and then they had another drive, uh, eight minutes and 23 seconds, 14 plays, 66 yards. Um, and that was their first um, possession of the second half. When you have possessions like that, then you start – it doesn't matter who that other team is at that point because now you start putting that other team in a position to say, all right, now we got to do something with the football, which is what the Eagles did after that, um, after one of Washington's possessions. They had the ball for 27 seconds, gave the Washington a ball right back, and then Joey Sly kicks a 56-yard field goal to go into the halftime up 20 to 14 and has people booing the, booing the home team at Lincoln Financial Field, which is, you know, pretty much on par for a fan base, <laughs> even though they were only down six points. It uh, is for Philly, especially for your Philly. team undefeated. Yeah, like, come on now. Like, your expectations really? are here. So, when lowly Washington sitting there at four and five comes in, I, and, you know, not even, a, obviously, not an Eagles fan, I'm on the same train. I'm like, oh, what, Philly Eagles got Washington? Oh, duh. <laughs> That's They're what we good. said about that Dallas uh, Green Bay yeah, game. No, oh, you're right. dub. dub. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> okay, shoot. Let's go ahead and get this dub and go on the next week. But, you know, and, and I'm not going to even go so far as to say that Philly was thinking the same way because Philly definitely came out. I don't know. They was dressed like it. No. They was dressed like it. They was dressed like they about to go test somebody up like yeah. it was showtime. Oh, my God. I'm just uh, saying. But red they, carpet. Like but, I'm about to put on the show. Grab your popcorn. That's how they was dressed. I'm just saying. They thought they was gonna go in there and smack some booty, but they mm-hmm. didn't. They did not. Uh, matter of fact, it. They gave the first the game half, away. The first half was honestly a, a a full domination on the part of Washington because well, they did what not... they did exactly what they needed to do. I wouldn't say that. No, because you know when when Philly did have the ball in the first half, the very few times they did. It was flashy, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, Jalen Hurts had a passing touchdown. He had, you know, he had the jump pass. Was the jump pass in the first half? Yeah, yeah. The jump pass, you know what I'm saying? Um, you know, he had a rushing touchdown. Like, they were looking good. Just didn't have the ball that much. Right. See, the Cowboys should have been pinching to the commanders, you know, should have did a reverse. Right. Run the ball. The same, run the ball. Mm-hmm. They had, uh, what, what else he, um, 
they rushed the ball for like 49 times, I think. They Yes, they did. At, at one point, Washington had more rushing plays than Philly had plays total. Yep, they rushed. Uh, I think Washington had almost double. They ran almost double the plays Philly ran. It was, Philly uh, was in the 40s. 81 to 47. Was, there we go. Yeah. Like, you yeah, know, they, that's they, just, they that's got just beat. what it was. Now, you know what I'm saying? Philly showed that they are actually the better team because they came back. And they were trying their best to march down the field and score. And they really mm-hmm. almost did, except for, uh, mm-hmm. who was it? I forget which receiver it was. Jalen uh, Hurts Jalen Hurts dropped a, a, a dime uh, to the receiver. And he he got up and then fumbled the ball. <laughs> you missing some plays here. You missing no, some. No, I am. I, no, you I know missing I am. some turnovers because Philly, Philly gave Philly, the game I, away. They did. Gave although Philly did get hosed. Um, they got hold on that one play, yes. 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 They but did. they gave the game away. You got Jalen Hurts throwing into double coverage to A.J. Brown. Mm-hmm. Like, literally, like, A.J. Brown really helped the DB, you know, get the ball. Like, it was in his hands. Oh, uh, yeah. Like, oh, thank you. Don't mind if I do. But then Dallas got her. Um, the face you, mask. That... You mentioned it. You know, he gets the ball, catches the ball. Um, he's running. He gets – he does get grabbed by his face mask. Yeah. He fumbles the ball. They don't call it a face mask. And then they take it down for a touchdown. My thing is, you got Lyman looking, watching the dude grab the ball. Like, always be aware, okay? Yes. Like, well, no, he got – well, he got uh, – they called him down because uh, they were saying that, uh, Dallas Goddard was touching him when he uh, recovered the ball. Oh, okay. They came back and reviewed it. Okay, yeah. yeah. Must have missed that part. Well, anyways, yeah, a uh, fumble. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, Which still refs, led to a field goal. Refs missed. Yeah, they scored points from that. But then you had the Quez Watkins dime. Dime to dime. Quez Watkins. This is a, a long reception. Dime. Wide open. Okay. Mm-hmm. 50, he yard, falls 50 yard reception. 50 yards. So wide open that he falls, gets back up because he can do that. Ain't nobody touched him. Mm-hmm. Wide open. Okay, but then once the safety come across the field, pause. Did he, anybody even touch him? No, yeah, somebody the touched him. It oh was, yeah, yeah. It was um, I forget the defender that was right behind him. He he barely touched him. It's not like barely it was a hard hit. Him. Ball pops out. Washington. I gets said it. there is no way. There is no way that mm-hmm. y'all just giving the ball away like this. Just giving the ball away yeah. at this point. But then. <laughs> The commanders get the ball. What what was the score at this point? 26-21. 26-21. Was this when the commanders got the ball? Or this is the end score? This is when the commanders got the ball. Okay, yeah. Nobody Command- scored again. Whoa. Commanders get the ball. What's the name? Taylor Heineke. Heineke. What's the, na- the boy name is. Is uh, uh, Carson Wentz coming back? He is. He's back next week. But um, there we go. Oh, she's back. Okay. Um. Yeah. Tell what were we saying? Taylor Haneke, something about him. Oh, the late hit. Mhm. Oh yeah. That like, you you still have a chance mm-hmm. to you know get the ball back. This Taylor Haneke, he's mm-hmm. only in because Carson Wentz. Ain't oh, there. that's what we're saying. Yeah, Carson Wentz is back this week. I don't know. You talk about a quarterback controversy. I don't think it should be one. I think Taylor Heineke should clearly be the starter next week. But, you know, that's just me. I don't run anything in Washington. 
anyways, uh, out of the way, like, there's no way Taylor Heineke and the Commanders should have beat the Eagles. No. Okay? You get a late hit, they, you know, fresh set of downs, now it's just clock the ball, mm-hmm. game over. Like, well, Which, pause. Okay. There was one extra possession yeah. so, at the end. Good call, bad call, stupid rule, bad rule, what? About the, um, when they caught the late hit? Yes. I thought that was stupid because, you know, in sports, well, well, mm, he I, looked like he was giving himself up, but at the same time, like the, I thought it was a bad call because, like, they barely touched him. You know what I'm saying? They obviously went in with caution. You know what I'm saying? I wouldn't so, have called it. You know, I, I hear what you're you. saying. If you down, I got touched. To you. me, it looked like he was clearly down before Brandon Graham. Brandon Graham was still standing straight up. Before Taylor Heineke, when Taylor Heineke went down, that's just how it looked to me. So, yeah. but you act like they just knocked him out of some. They literally but tapped the, him, but, right? No, he didn't just tap him. It, it, but it wasn't that bad. It was. It wasn't that. It wasn't. It much. wasn't like he got blowed up or nothing. It like, wasn't that obviously much. not an objectionable offense. It but it was. It, it was clearly that. a late hit. Okay. It was clearly a late hit. Okay, they're a little okay. See, this the problem. This the problem. You the problem with the league right now. No, you you and Wrong. your referee heads and everything like that. All these Wrong. little baby hits on the quarterback that they call a rough in the passing nowadays. No, you no, are the no, 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 no. I don't like you those. You I don't like those. All the problem. But the man clearly was taking a knee and you still came in and put your face mask in his face mask. So Nah. Yeah. I like it. I like it at all. I like it at all. Especially with the game on the line and y'all already That's your fault. <laughs> y'all already didn't call the Y'all already didn't call face mask the other end. I'm just saying. Let's, let's, let's just. No, it ain't you know. granted. I'm not <laughs> saying that the officials called a perfect game by any means. Because you talk about the face mask. There was also a, a a called late hit out of bounds where you could clearly see green between the uh, running back shoe and the sideline. But, you know, ref ball. I wouldn't have called it if I was a ref. Just well, let it go. That's why you're not a ref. Yeah, it. They need help. They need somebody <laughs> like me up in there. <laughs> uh, missing all these calls. Big calls, too. Yeah. I don't think that was a bad call, though. But, I yeah. Do. Uh, We're a little soft. We're a little soft. That's all I'm saying. We're a little Philly soft. We're a little tap-tap. Philly gets their first L. The entire NFC East is at or above 500, which I don't think anybody had on their bingo card for the season. Cowboys uh, are third in the NFC East. Yeah, third. With a 6-3. You know, I was talking about this at work the other day. The Cowboys are going to end up with a record, hopefully, as long as they don't just majorly collapse for the rest of the season. The, the Cowboys are going to end up with a record that would be good enough to win a division probably any year you can think of. But because the Eagles now have only one loss and the Giants are sitting at two losses, we're going to be third place. We're uh-huh. going to be the fifth seed in the playoffs with a four or five loss record. And I'm Aww. not going to be happy about it. Oh, so sad. So sad. Woohoo. Boo-hoo. This is my little teeny tiny violin. Next. Well, um. Are you going to take a break here? Uh, yeah, we can. We'll make it quick. All right, quick break. We'll be right back. This is Mervyn Wright Jr., and you're listening to the More Right Than Wrong podcast. What's going on, everybody? This is Mervyn. How y'all doing? Good morning. Good evening. Sorry. Dang, you couldn't finish eating no, before you I started talking? I thought I did. I thought I did. I thought I did. Y'all, Mervin is the producer. My he bad. He cued himself. I did. That's exactly what happened. <laughs> I thought I was done. Okay. And then I had a little wow. quick moment. 
Uh, this is uh, the second half of half of episode eighty nine. Stuttering Stanley. Of eighty nine, episode eighty nine of the More Right Than Wrong podcast. Of course, Ashley is tormenting me, as she always does. In the second half, we're gonna talk about the uh, the Nets, um, and then Ashley's beloved uh, Astros, I guess, whatever. Absolutely. Um, and then we're gonna have the culture segment. And we're gonna get out of y'all's way now. Uh, oh, that's so that's so cute. Um, this is actually Carlos Correa, though. I'm showing Mervin uh, my Astros. Uh, what is this called? Uh, what do you call this? I was going to say bobblehead, but it's not a bobblehead. I don't know. It says bleacher creature. Oh, that's cute. It's probably a like brand. A, I don't know. That's a doll, y'all, but like a cush doll mm-hmm. of Carlos Correa. Uh, but uh, anyways. Plush? Um, plush? I said cush. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's what that means. Uh, oh, I was going to get you a shirt, and I never did. Um, I can still get you one, though. But, huh? What you say? Yeah, right. I said you sure didn't. I sure didn't. But you know what? You know what would help go to that cause? Ashley, um, you remember you owe me something? Oh, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. See, I think that's a new policy we should uphold at the uh, More Right Than Wrong podcast. Bets made in public should be paid out in public. So I expect $10 on my phone by the end of this sentence because I seem to remember in the offseason, NBA offseason, uh, Ashley yeah. and I made a bet. Thank you. Uh, that said that Steve Nash would not be the head coach of the Nets when the season started. And yeah, I, I still forgot. came out to be right, though. No, no, crazy. no, okay, no. Okay, okay. When Go the ahead. season started, Go ahead. Steve Nash was the coach. We didn't okay. make no caveats, no no riders on the back that said he got to finish the season. We said when the season started, Steve Nash would be the coach. And you know what? Weird, what's weird? I completely forgot until Ashley texted me about Steve Nash getting fired, and I was like, "Wait a minute! Somebody owes me ten dollars." Yes. So I would yes. love. I would like my lunch money for tomorrow. Thank you. Your lunch money for tomorrow. Are you sure this is it? Because well, no. no, I'm I'm gonna be at work, so I'm just gonna use the company's money. But that's not the point. Right. Yeah. Where is your name on here? Where you up oh, there? You are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and as she's sending that, I'm eagerly. Uh, more like cautiously awaiting for whatever message is going to be attached to this because you can leave a note on Cash App and I'm sure it's going to be something vulgar that I can't repeat on this podcast. It's not because I'm not the type of person that Mervyn tries to portray me liar. out to be. Big liar. Big time liar. Not the type of person that Mervyn tries to Big time liar. Out to the public. Mm-hmm. Not at all. I'm anyway. Um, y'all, mm. I was still right though. Like, the reason why <laughs> there was a stamp on like by the beginning of the season, it's because it had to be. Yeah. You have to put a stamp somewhere for a bet, obviously. Right. But yes. now that but I knew. But now that I've got my money. Yes. <laughs> Kevin I Durant was right. Was right. <laughs> Kevin Durant and you were right. I'm going to say Ashley Moore was right. <laughs> right. I told y'all. I told y'all after the Nets lost last season, yeah, got swept that in the was first round, horrible. that Steve Nash was getting fired. I told y'all, Mervin. Oh, no. Am I not always right about the coach firings? Oh, no, you're right. Again, understand something. I was only on the side of Steve Nash being the coach until I got my money. <laughs> now that we're here. No, but you still didn't think he was going to get fired. No I, no, I didn't think he was going to get fired. Mm-hmm. I knew that. I know Kevin Durant said what he said, and I know we have to deal with Kyrie, but, but I didn't I think was... he was going to get fired before the season started. Now, I didn't think he was going to make it past. I thought the longest he would somehow make it was past this season. That was before they only won two out of their first seven games. Uh, so, yeah. Listen, 
Listen, they yeah. should have left it at the end of last You're season, like wrong. I said. You're not wrong. I've been, listen, now, <laughs> clearly, my trigger finger is a little, you know. You're a little, you know. You're a little quick. Although I'm a little you did, quick. you called Doc Rivers but before I, it happened, too. So I sure did. I'm just saying, I, I know what I see, okay? And what was saw, <laughs> what I saw last season in the playoffs was the Nets with no coach. Just getting swept. The only mm-hmm. team to get swept. By, it was by Boston, right? By Jason Tatum. Yeah. Marcus Smart. Who, to Brown. be fair, were in the finals. But they were. Yes, but, but, but Boston's not Kev, four games get, better than them. Y'all can't win one game. Yeah, you got Kevin Durant. You got Kyrie Irving. Y'all can't win not one, one game. game. There was no defense. Okay. Like, Steve Nash just wasn't coaching. Clearly. It was just like. Here's the ball. Go KD, play pick up. KD gonna make something happen. Kyrie gonna make something happen. Mm-hmm. Like you're the only team to get swept. You got Ky- KD and Kyrie, and you're the only team to get swept in the day playoffs. Mm-hmm. He should have got fired then, but I knew he was gonna get fired. I knew. That's why I was telling Mervin. I was just like, he was like, oh, he ain't got fired yet. He ain't got fired yet. And I'm like, he gonna get fired. Mervin was like, no, he ain't, well, he ain't no, got fired yet. By That's that why I said like, by that beginning. By that of the point, season. it was like August, you know. And yes. I feel like I felt like that was late. I feel like that was late in the offseason. Usually you don't see – you see if a coach is going to get fired, they're going to get fired either obviously during the season or like right after the season. But once you make it like a, a month or two into the offseason, you usually don't see coaches get fired. Well. Now, granted, I say usually because <laughs> you usually don't see coaches get fired this early if, in the season either. If we just look at the tape, it was going down here from the beginning. Let's look at the tape, shall we? Now, I did not prepare for this, people. I'm just going to go off my, my off of my memory, which mm-hmm. is not that good. Okay, if we look at the tape, Kyrie started, before they even hired Steve Nash, by saying they don't need a coach. Mm-hmm. All right? Then they get a coach who has no coaching experience. Can we say that again? Zero coaching experience and make him the head coach of a very – dramatic dynamic mm-hmm. of a team you have the Kyrie Irving on your team okay a man whose talent is so good that you have to take the drama with uh, it yeah I say you put okay. up with, you take the the good with the bad with him <clears throat> you have Kevin Durant one of the best players on the planet and you gonna get him a coach who ain't never coached before Mm-mm. okay bet so, no coaching experience. He gets hired. Then what happened with Kyrie? Birthday Steve party. don't know. Steve Nash don't know where he at. They asked Steve Nash at the press conference, "Have you talked to Kyrie? I haven't spoken to Kyrie. to Kyrie. No, I, haven't I have spoken no idea to where my one of my two best players is. I, no, man, I won't pick up the phone. Yeah, I don't know. It's a grown man. It's a horrible response. This is your coach. As a coach, the man you have running to, the show. You have to get respect from these players. Yeah. And I'm sorry, but if you ain't never coached before, do you know how to get respect from these players on from the coaching standpoint? You know what I'm saying? Just saying. Um, yeah. James Harden. Gone. Had all three of them. Had all three of them. James Harden gone. You, you lose James Harden. You start with all three, you lose James Harden. Okay. 
they barely played together anyway. But then Kyrie, you got to work out an agreement for Kyrie mm-hmm. to play. So then you get Kyrie to play, and you get swept in the playoffs. The only team to get swept. And then once you get swept, Kyrie says in the post game, me, KD, <laughs> <laughs> and he named somebody else. He did not say, I, yep, in the future, you know, uh, yeah, me, Coach Nash, you know, you know, we're going to continue to work and get better in this organization. He ex- completely excluded mm-hmm. Steve Nash from the future of the organization talk in his press conference. That's what it is. That's what Kyrie did. I was like, oh, interesting. I brought it here as well. I said, Steve Nash, go get fired. Now, why he didn't get fired after that, I don't know. But then, with the whole Kyrie, I want to be traded sweepstakes. You know what I'm saying? Like, KD (laughs) then comes out and says, (laughs) I will not play here under Steve Nash and the GM. And I'm like, okay. Now Steve Nash has to get fired. Yeah. Like at this point, like what is going on? Why is this man still have a job? So I for sure thought he was gonna get fired before the season started. But yes, him getting fired now is still no surprise to me because I definitely this man should have been fired. Mm-hmm. Like, come on now, it's just too much going on in that organization. Yeah, it's a lot. So then. <laughs> Inserts Nia Long's ex ex fiance, Ime Udoka. He is obviously serving his one year suspension away from the Celtics, mm-hmm. which we hear, you know, uh, he won't, you know, may not be working there again. Um, they were like, hmm. hey, maybe we should hire Ime. Mm-hmm. But then Kyrie. <laughs> <laughs> But then Kyrie, no, they were seriously vetting him. No, no, I know they were. I know they were. Which would have been a horrible look if they would have actually hired him. I don't know. I don't know. I don't think. I I don't know. I don't know. I think it would have been a bad look. So you think he should never coach again? No, no, no. That's not what I'm saying. But uh, maybe let's let him serve out his suspension from this other organization before we start trying to hire him. That's all I'm saying. Okay, okay. I'm not putting him in the Art Browse camp. Okay. Okay. Okay, yeah. there we go. Yeah. I'm about to say, now wait a minute. Yeah. But yeah, okay, now I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yes, I agree. Um, so they seriously looking at Ime Udoka. And then Kanye, not Kanye, same boat. Same boat. <laughs> uh, Kyrie Irving tweets out a link to this book slash movie. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, you know, if you tweet out a link, you want people to go to the link. You know what I'm saying? So basically, everybody's saying he's a, endorsing this movie slash book. Uh, anti-Semitic, saying, you know, just things like, you know, the Holocaust was a hoax, et cetera, et cetera. And then Kanye, Kyrie, (laughs) basically. They're pretty interchangeable in this conversation, honestly. Right, right. Basically, your boy Kyrie, you know, I honestly don't know if he read the book. I honestly honestly think it was one of those situations, you know. He agreed with some of the things of the book, but Mm -hmm. I don't think he read the full book to understand why everybody would be so bad. But then I feel like he has too much pride to not mm-hmm. admit that of he course. didn't read the full book. And that's why he was standing on his ground at first. Right. Also, yep. can I just, I don't do this often. I don't mm-hmm. do this often. Uh, just to kind of give Kyrie a, a bit of a, a wiggle room here, just a bit. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, everybody's mad at Kyrie for reposting it, which I completely understand why. But nobody's got a word to say about Jeff Bezos for having that on his platform. I'm just saying, if we're going to get mad at Kyrie for reposting it, maybe let's get mad at the platform for allowing it to be there. That's all I'm saying. Continue. Well, yeah, I see what you're saying. But if I'm Jeff Bezos, do I know, like, what all the, you know, what every, like, every you piece don't of know content that's being sold but on we my... don't. But we're not looking up to see who the content curator is for Amazon Prime Video. We know one name and one name only, and that's Jeff Bezos. <laughs> so, so you said he should take the fall. He going to take the fall. <laughs> okay, well, he didn't directly, you know. I know he didn't. You know. But he okay. hired the people who hired the people, so. Yes. Uh, yeah, but I'm going to stick aside what I'm saying. I honestly don't think Kyrie read the book. I think he was trying to be, you know, smarter than everybody else mm-hmm. and then post this stuff, agreeing with some parts of the book and then not realizing it said all this other stuff. Because I don't think I don't think Ky- uh, Kyrie's anti-Semitic. I don't think that at all. Like, either, but... but the way in which he handled it, like they're saying, hey, bro, you got to apologize. You got to apologize. I'm just imagining him being okay. like, bro. Okay. Okay, okay we'll get there too. Because <laughs> you know where I'm about to go. You know. I, we'll get there too. I feel like we're going to meet in the middle here. Okay. Um, but originally, twice. the original, mm-hmm. like, you know, when the original uproar, when mm-hmm. they're just like, Kyrie, this is wrong. You're endorsing this. This is this. And he's like arguing with reporters, like, mid press conference. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you know, people trying to, you know, tell him this is why we're upset right. and just arguing with him. You know, I don't think that was handled correctly. You know, that's fair. And I know somebody was telling him, bro, just apologize. Bro, just apologize. Somebody had to. If not, you need, you know, you need those people and you can't. You know what I'm saying? Um, but him not apologizing or being open to hearing why he should apologize at the beginning, I think that's what got him to where he is now now mm-hmm. did he orig- did he end up apologizing yes now i feel like you about to say he don't deserve everything that he got that they asked him to do is that what you're about to say yeah, essentially I, okay a six-step program to come back and it being yeah. public it's a it's about i'm not gonna say it's on par but it's in that same category of putting the uh the study clause in kyler murray's contract you know like just Let's just have that conversation under the table. But, like, one, obviously, under a forced apology ain't really an apology. Because let's be clear. Kyrie could say he's sorry. I don't think he meant it. Uh, because, again, if you, you got to... think he meant his apology? If you got to force somebody to apologize, it ain't an, a real apology. Now, he might, he might mean it later, maybe. But as for right now, he don't. I see what you mean. But I also am standing on my heel. I think the man did not read the book. Or that, look. And then was trying to be prideful. And then, you know, there was a, hey, bro, this, this is serious. So, you got, exactly. You, if you, you if the man's trying to be prideful, he's he's standing his ground, too. Right yeah. or wrong. But, yeah, the, the whole six-step program and all that stuff. Or at the very least, yeah. you could have just said, hey, it's certain things Kyrie has to do before he can come back to the team. Okay, cool. But you didn't have to put it all out there. Because one one well, of the one of the stipulations was a, a donation to some uh, to a group that I'm pretty sure rejected his donation a week before, so or like not the same exact group obviously, but still, but yes, it's just yes. a bad looking, 
on Kyrie's part and on the uh, side of the Brooklyn Nets to say, hey, this is what you got to do. They, they're putting Kyrie through the ringer. I think the Brooklyn the Nets are trying to – they are putting him through the ringer, but I think they're trying to show – because Joe Sy, he going to tweet, okay? Mm-hmm. That is what – that is – he going to tweet with how he feel, et cetera. Um, I think they're trying to publicly show that they're punishing Kyrie. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, you know, this is – these are also the same, you know, parties who – we're trying to break up over the summer. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So they could be, you know, making it harder because it is Kyrie. You know what I'm saying? You know? Mm-hmm. I just, you know, the Kyrie Brooklyn Nets. How long does he have left with Brooklyn? Just one year? Probably. Sounds about right. Uh, The Kyrie Brooklyn Nets train has come to an end. Um, He'll likely... I, I'm assuming Kyrie is doing what they're asking him to do. Probably. So he'll likely play. I don't know, but it is excessive. And what was excessive to me was when Nike saying they don't know if they'll ever repair their relationship with Kyrie. Like, okay. Like, did like if you apologize, you say you don't think he means it. Mm-hmm. He mean it. I think, you know, sometimes it does take some people more like some people are stubborn. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it does take them extra time to actually realize what they did wrong. So if somebody does something wrong and they acknowledge it and they're willing to do the steps that you want them to do, you should forgive them. Mm-hmm. You can't just, I don't think you should be like, people have been forgiven for worse. Oh, yeah. Okay. I just think it's, you know, yeah, you know, I think it's excessive. It's definitely excessive. You know, I'm not the biggest Kyrie fan over here. You know, Team Brown Brown over here. You know what I'm saying? But I do believe it's excessive. Um, <clears throat> you know, like, allow this man. Yes, he was wrong. Mm-hmm. Okay? And he needs to. I agree. I don't know if he has. But I've only seen, like, the verbiage. I don't know if he's publicly, like, in person apologized. If y'all want that, you know, hey, I think he should as well. You know, to actually show people that mm-hmm. he's sorry. But once, you know, if this man acknowledges he was wrong and is willing to do what he can to right those wrongs, he should be forgiven. Like, people make mistakes. You know what I'm saying? And I don't think, you know, you know, I just don't think it's just it's just not the same across the board is all I'm saying. Because people have done worse and have gotten a slap on the wrist compared to, you know, an NBA player. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's all. So, yeah, the Brooklyn Nets, wild ride right now. <laughs> um, yeah, Ashley, on to uh, your baseball team over there. Your? My Houston Astros? They still suck. But you were at the parade. I was at the parade it, for for the purposes of a, a communal sports experience and to take a bunch of pictures, which is exactly what I did. Hmm. Interesting. Well, people, my Houston Astros, as I expected, won the World Series. Um, this is World Series number two. First one that's so, uh, not yes. marred by controversy. Yep. So, World Series number two. So, for those of you who said, we some cheaters, yes, we were. are. <laughs> but, hey, this one was done legitimately, okay? As far as you know. <laughs> see, see, there's the joke people say. Listen, if you 
one no. World Series and you cheated. You would have the to microscope be, is on your. You would have to be very stupid that. to try that again. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Now I just want to rewind back. We were talking about um, when the Rangers fired their manager and their president, mm-hmm. and we were talking about like how, like how many years will it take for the Rangers to be good again? Right. And then. We were also talking about how many years it would take the Astros to not be good anymore. Right. And you were like four years or something like that. It was so ridiculous. And then I was just like, oh, Mervin, we got a rookie named Jordan Pena who got us saying Carlos Correa who? I remember those exact words saying to you. Did I not say those exact you words did. to you, Mervin? I did. I did. I did. Interesting. So I said those exact words to Mervin. And guess who won the MVP? Well, I believe his name is Jeremy, but yeah. Did I say Jordan? Yeah. My bad. I think Jordan Alvarez. Jordan, Jordan Alvarez. Jordan Alvarez. Eric Jordan. Um, but Jeremy Pena not only won the ALCS MVP, but also not nah, Pena's solid. Yeah, he's solid. The World Series MVP. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is a rookie. Okay. Uh, Jordan Alvarez was doing what he came to do. You know what I'm saying? Going air Jordan, you feel me? Mm-hmm. Jose Altuve, he was you know he was there now then. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Alex Bregman, he did what he had to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, Justin Verlander, um, it was a wild ride. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, it was. <laughs> it was a wild ride with you, you know. But we made it through the end. You know, he trying to get his money uh, this off season. Uh, so it was a it was a um, a video of Alex Bregman being interviewed right after the World Series and his wife is behind him. Not Alex Bregman, uh, Justin Verlander. And his wife is behind him. And, you know, Justin Verlander's old. Like, he a vet. Been mm-hmm. in the league for a long time. So, there's like, so, is this it for you? Or are you going to come back for another year? And then he was just like, um, and then they asked him in front of his wife. They was like, so can he come back for another year? And then he was like, uh, yeah, I'm going to come back. And then she takes the bike. She goes, um... I just love watching my man on the mound. I love watching him play. And then somebody captioned a video, Tom Brady punching air right now. (laughs) (laughs) I said, dang. Dang. Now, granted, Justin Verlander plays a lot, lot, lot less physical position and sport Mm -hmm. than Tom Brady plays. So, (laughs) yeah, but. And he's also not 45 years old. Huh? Just a very on the road more. You're 100 percent more time away from your family. You're right. But yeah, yeah Justin Verlander is also not 45. Correct. Now he ain't too far behind, but he ain't there yet. Yeah, but uh, shout out to my Astros. You know what I'm saying? What they gonna say now? Like my boy LeBron said after his fourth ring. What they gonna say now? Okay. Yes, Mervin. This is more of a question. This isn't a hater. Shout out to Dusty Baker, the only black manager. In who, the wait, wait. in Major League Baseball, who has a World Series as a player now and as a manager. Shout out to him. Also, for some reason, couldn't see Dusty uh, at the parade. Oh. Didn't see him. Uh, he was probably sitting down. He, he I think he was. Uh, they said it was like on the back of some one of the trucks. I don't know. Uh, why did the Astros fire their GM? Um, because uh, I was I was okay. <sighs> he wanted more money. What happened? 
I read up on it, and it was just something petty. I feel like you don't ever, outside of Jimmy leaving the Cowboys after they won the Super Bowl, I feel like you don't see issues of a coach or a general manager leaving after a, literally a week after a team wins a championship. It was it was something strange. Hold on. He had, like, turned down his, like, one-year offer. Mm. Hold on. Let me Whoa. find it real quick. It was something strange. It was like a, a petty situation. I know a team four hours away who's looking for another uh, front office man. So, um, if you want to make your way up to Arlington, that would be great. Thank you. And also try to get Aaron Judge to come with you. Okay, so basically, um, our GM, James Click, Mm -hmm. he was only offered a one-year deal after this World Series, Mm -hmm. and he wanted something long-term, and they didn't come to an agreement. So they fired him. Okay, one. another case of the team being greedy because all i'm saying is the man literally just won you two well he wasn't there uh in 2017 but he's just won your world series so i think you paid the man rgm that was there in 2017 got fired yeah that's what i was like wait a minute no they all got fired (laughs) everybody did they cleaned house (laughs) didn't the owner get suspended for a while for that one too um i don't remember what happened to him but yeah, I forgot. Everybody in 2017 got fired, um, except the players. But uh, yeah, the man just won your award series. I would go ahead and pay him. But or I mean, hey, look, Mattress Smack got a whole bunch of money. Ask him for about ten million dollars, and you can get the, get the deal done, no problem. I mean, Click won't be without a job soon. I know. <laughs> that's what I said. Hey, look, there's a team in Dallas. Well, in the Dallas Fort Worth Metroplex, mm. looking for uh, <laughs> for a GM. Bro, there was a there was definitely an article I read that was juicier than the one I just found. Like it was on some petty stuff. I need to find that one. Mm. Well, you Anyways, to yeah, shout out to my Astros. How was the parade? It was uh, cool. People, once again, I went to the 2017 parade, the one where we cheated. Hey, we still got the uh, so championship. So based on reports that I've heard, this parade, the parade last week was a lot better than the one you went to. Uh, better how like more um organized more organized you could actually move around um it wasn't uh, like so i guess they said the last one it was like a big loop like a big rectangle i guess the parade route and so there was that but like this year was just one straight line uh down smith street so it was we got there we met up at the church and rode the train over and we got downtown around 10 and the only issue was they kicked us off the train at the soccer stadium, and we had to walk the rest of the way. Um, so we had to walk like thirty minutes to get to our spot. We got there like ten thirty, so we're there an hour and a half early, and we got it. We were only about five or six rows deep, so it wasn't too too bad. Mm-mm. Yeah. Mm-mm. Yeah, the one I went to, pure chaos. Mm-mm. I would, I swear, I would never go to another one again. Now this one, this one wasn't that bad. You, you would have been just fine. Mm-hmm. Anyways, um, until well, except for the fact that it was so many people down there that I couldn't even, you, you couldn't get a phone call out after a certain point until yeah, we that got was, out of there. That was an issue I was having as well. I'm mm-hmm. trying to get an Uber. Try, yeah, yeah. Um, 
but yeah, shout out to my guys, you know what I'm saying, from Rivaldez, you know what I'm saying, shout out to my boys, you know what I'm saying, Uncle Mike, you know what I'm saying, got hurt, you know what I'm saying, early in the season, but shout out to my boys, my guys, you know what I'm saying, mm -hmm. I'll see y'all when I uh, go to Houston for New Year's, so I'll, you know, catch up with y'all. You coming to Houston um, for New Year's? What? I forgot I was supposed to tell you. Oh. I'm playing. I got to work anyway, so. I'm playing. Um, but yeah. Yeah. To the guys. I'll send you some of the pictures when I finally get them all uploaded. Um, yeah. Culture? Yep. Okay. So, yeah. Um, it's been a while since this happened, but uh, about two weeks ago, takeoff uh, was shot and killed uh, down here in Houston. I was actually not at the same spot, but like right down the street, a couple, like an hour or two before, well, not an hour or two, but a couple hours before that happened, because uh, one of my guys from the church stays right down the street. I was like, wow, I know exactly where that place was, because I've been to that bowling alley many, many a time. Uh, he got shot right outside of uh, a bowling alley downtown, so yeah, that's crazy. And he wasn't even one, he wasn't even in the so-called altercation he was just there and got hit by a straight bullet i think that's what what makes him more sad they say he got shot twice he might have i think that's what it said we, we, ain't nobody saying nothing so mm -hmm. we don't know what's going right. on well <laughs> so i've heard well you know heard some of what you sent me yeah that okay. it was like i said it was one of one of his people but not trying to shoot him but the shooting started and he just got hit twice. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. Once again, why we got guns? What's 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 going on? Like, okay. I saw I saw a video of a dude the other uh, literally a video on TikTok of a guy playing pickup basketball. He walks uh, yeah. over to his shorts, puts the gun in his pocket, yeah. and walks back on the court. Like, what are you doing with like, that? What are you doing, bro? Over a pickup game? In this case, oh, it was rumors. That it was a dice game. Mm -hmm. Like, whatever it was. Like, come on now. And then the video, you know, is out. You know? Mm -hmm. People recording. Takeoff. Not takeoff. Quavo looks absolutely devastated. Understandable. Didn't. Literally. Didn't know until this week that Quavo was, was takeoff's uncle. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, Remigo's fan over here. Ben knew. Ben knew they were on Drink Champs um the week before and I was watching them and I was did I talk about that on here? No. He been on Drink Champs? No. He, okay. He was. He was part of that. His death was part of that little extended bye week too. His little what? His death. Oh no, I meant yeah. when they were on Drink Champs. They were oh, on Drink no. Champs before he died. It was they were on Drink Champs a few weeks before he died, maybe two weeks before he died or something like that. Well, anyway, uh, on Drink Champs. Um, cause I like Migos, love me some Migos. So I want all of them to be together. Migos offset and take off. So I'm watching cause I want to know the tea. Like what's, what happened with offset? And basically it was saying, you know, once you see some snake, you know, blah, blah, blah. But then takeoff was just talking about how, you know, you know, you know, regardless of all that, I've always wanted to work with my uncle. Like I've always looked up to my uncle. I've always wanted to do this with my uncle. I just thought that was so cute, so nice. Not cute, but <laughs> you think, know, yeah. yeah, so nice. 
So he says, I've always wanted to do that. So one thing I will say, you know, he did get to do what he's always wanted to do before he died, but it's just so crazy. And I keep talking about it, how these rappers be dying. Mm -hmm. It is so crazy how like much, I, I just don't, I just don't understand how many of our entertainers are dying Yeah. by the hands of our people. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, why is this a thing? I, you know? I wish I had an answer. It's, it's our culture. It's part of it. Because, like you said, why guns everywhere? And it, it, it's not necessary. People can't just have a good time without there being guns present. And I don't understand why. Um, favorite Migos song? Um... I don't know. I got a few. Hannah Montana. I, I, I think dead. that would. No, I, I really like that one. Um, that was a big one, yeah. Let me see. Hold on. It's on my phone, but I got it. All right. Number one for me, Rich and Famous. If you know, you know. This one of their uh, first, like, it's not even like a hit hit, but it's like one of their first songs. Rich and Famous. I'd rather be Rich and Famous. I got to hear that song. One of my favorite songs by Beagles. Uh, you got Brown Paper Bag. Pipe it up. Bad Kelly Price, obviously, uh, bad and bougie. Walk it like I talk it. Walk it like I talk it. He's so, I, so I'm gonna motorsport. Go I, I love me some motorsport. Takeoff came on right after Nikki. Oh. I wasn't always a big Migos fan because I felt like they were deep into the trap mumble rap kind of thing. But you know, but they were so but, good at it. But they were good at it, and and I like do the ad libs. No, you're right, and I do understand that it might not be my biggest thing, but there is a place in the culture for it, and I don't knock it at all. Uh, oh yeah, because I'm a fan. Right, but you know, I'm trying to think. Was uh handsome and wealthy? Was that Migos? Mm-hmm. Yeah, solid, solid. Uh, most recently, uh, their song "Having Our Way" with Drake. I love when they do a Drake collab. You know what I'm saying? Uh, fight night. They got a song with my boy Legoat. You know I gotta mention this one, Taco Tuesday. Well, LeBron James get on there at the beginning, Taco Tuesday. Okay. You know I have to. I stand for a LeBron Migos collab. Of course you do. You know, speaking of, I got a bone to pick with all you haters on the internet. If LeBron James said that he was listening to Migos in 2000. And 10, he was listening to Migos in 2010 when he first got with Miami Heat. Okay. Or 2008 when he first got with Miami Heat. What's that? No. Yes. Was it 2010? Yes. Oh, yeah, because that was the year to Dallas. Um, but, yeah, when he first got with um, Miami Heat. If he said he was listening to him then, that's when he was listening to him. Granted, you know, they didn't have they hit that come out till you know, the next year. Mm-hmm. But if that's what he said he was doing, that's what he said he was doing. So everybody who's saying LeBron be lying, listen. And for the clip that came out when he said that he said Kobe was going to score 70 and he said he might as well score 80. And he said, if he said he said that before Kobe did it, he said it. Okay. So all y'all saying LeBron be lying, y'all some haters. How did this turn into a LeBron segment? Because have you not seen LeBron going viral because of what he said about Migos? No. Clearly, because like you, I have been busy as well. But you've been on social media. You've been Barely. seeing stuff. I haven't. I really haven't been on a lot lately, bruh. Well, me. <laughs> Anyways, 
shouts shout out to you, the haters. You know what I'm saying? Keeping us relevant, you know what I'm saying? But if LeBron James said he was on Migos before Migos got hot, that's just what it was. Okay. Mm-hmm. And that's where we're gonna stay at right there. Right. All right. Anyways, um, yeah. Um Lead the Wave. Uh Takeo's solo album. That was my favorite song on his solo album, Lead the Wave. You know what I'm saying? Y'all should go listen to that. Nice little, you know. It was just, you know, Takeoff was just a rapper that you could tell practiced his cadence. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You could tell he practiced his flow. You know, because it was just so effortless. You know what I'm saying? That's 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 practice. When Quavo, Migo, uh, Quavo, Offset, and Takeoff were all together and they would have interviews, Offset and Quavo would literally be giving Takeoff his flowers, saying, um, Takeoff the one the hood, you know, love. Like, take off the best member of the group. A lot of people were saying take off was the best member of the group. Mm-hmm. At a certain point, that, that was an actual conversation. You know what I'm saying? And then he came out with a solo project. But, uh, yeah. You know, that's crazy. You know what I'm saying? Somebody so talented, you know, so young. Right, our age. You know, just, you know, dead. That's crazy. So much life to live. Um, very talented. Um, obviously had family. Um, but, yeah. That's crazy. Once again, yet another rapper gone. Mm-hmm. Like, it don't, it don't make no sense. Don't make no sense at all. Right. And also, let me just go ahead and put this PSA out there. Um, I, being a millennial and a part of the social media generation, am all for videos and stuff. Uh, I've seen multiple different angles of the crash, the plane crash that happened in Dallas. Uh, but let's not let's get out the habit of posting dead bodies let's just do that can we do that please because I actually I think it's I think you sent it to me mm-hmm. uh, but a, a man dead on the pavement people trying to pick him up do CPR let's maybe not share those just for you know uh, uh, decorum sake if you will just a thought. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah, it's crazy. And it's crazy. Yep. Um, well, moving on. Um, Kanye really got canceled. He did. We can just talk about this real quick. He did. Uh, now. They're doing him like they did, Kyrie. I hate to say I told you so. But wasn't the last time we was on here talking about uh, Kanye, I said Kanye need to get canceled? You probably were. I was and was. I said, remember, I said I've been canceled Kanye. Mm-hmm. I kept saying I've been canceled Kanye. Like, I've been canceled Kanye. Now, <coughs> for those of y'all out here saying Kanye a genius and y'all need to listen to Kanye, he really speaking the truth. Okay, you can't just defame a religion or, right. you know, a race in general. You can't do that. And if he is saying, like, some of y'all trying to break it down saying, what he's saying is, like, we need to have our own ownership because blah, 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 blah. If he is saying that, okay, what about what he was saying about the black folk? You know right. what I'm saying? That's the, it don't negate that. That's all I'm saying. Like, I'm sorry. Kanye being canceled. I'm sorry. It's, it's, you know, hey, now, are they taking all his things? Yes. Are they taking everything from this man? Yes. Do I feel bad for Kanye? Absolutely not. Now, if he needs help, he needs to go get some help. But hey, he a grown man, and some, at a certain point, 
uh, Jennifer Lewis even said it. I believe she also suffered from bipolar disorder. She said she has been through, you know, saying, you know, what Kanye has been through, but your brother needs to sit down. Mm-hmm. Like he needs to, yeah. Yeah. No, he needs to go give him some help if that's the case. Um, because. Yeah, this ain't it, bro. Yeah. Yep. 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 Go. Need to figure it out, sir. But this ain't it. I'm sorry. I can't get behind the genius wave. I'm sorry. He's offended multiple groups of people. Mm-hmm. If y'all, if you listening right now, like, but, blah, blah, blah. Okay. All right. You can have your opinion. I can have mine. <laughs> that's that, that's that simple. You know? Anyways, moving right along. <laughs> but yes, Kanye got canceled. Mm-hmm. Um, Drake and 21 Savage dropped their album, Her Loss. And when I say, y'all, it is bumping. It is bumping. And I have not listened to the whole album yet. Okay? Have not. But I will say, a song y'all should listen to is Rich Flex. Rich Flex has like four different flows, and one of them is very familiar to you, Mervin. You would know. It's, it's extremely familiar. I think it's... Uh, I don't I don't know what it samples. Okay, well then, hold on. Half a second. Uh, okay. Oh, Lord. Well, no, I was getting so that I'm not playing the song out loud, you know. Are you about to listen to it in your ear right now? Yes. It's a long song, Mervin. Well, you said it was a flow on there that I can... Yes. I don't know where it is, though. Like, what am I supposed to do? Scroll through, listen myself, and no. then scroll through for you? Okay, so just, just keep scrolling through, like, minute by minute until you hear one that you recognize. Okay. It's only a four-minute song. Just keep talking, and I'll figure it out. Anyways, Rich Flex has, like, four different flows. Um, and it is easily my favorite song on the album easily um now we obviously um, are you talking about uh him doing what meg did on savage no okay because okay (laughs) no and i i will get to that too because that's actually funny that is not yeah Mm -mm. okay Anyways, uh, Rich Flex, my favorite song on the album. Um, obviously, Jimmy Cooks, that's a good one too. Did you you look it up like you heard it? Um, but the album in general, people, masterpiece. Okay. Mm-hmm. Some songs Drake walked on. Some songs Twenty One Savage walked on. Okay. Rich Flex, number one for me. Um, and then the others just kind of go in. Uh, Major Distribution, I like that one. Spin about you. You know what I'm saying? I like that one. That's like a little, you know, little, you know what I'm saying? Little, little. Uh, the P word in millions. <laughs> That's featuring uh, Travis Scott. Uh, the beat changes crazy in there too. But Rich Flex, that's the one. That's the one. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so about this. Um, well, your boy uh, Drake was taking shots at everybody in the album. Mm-hmm. He said uh, Serena's man was a groupie. Straight up said it. Mm-hmm. Serena's man is a groupie. Now, uh, y'all, now I'm a Drake fan. Let me start by saying that. But um, who all remembers when Drake was at all the tennis all matches? <laughs> matches? All Serena tennis matches. 
all up in the business. And then I also remember when Serena was dating Common, Common and Drake got into it. Yeah. So who the fan? Right. You just <laughs> mad because she ain't pick you. Thank you. Okay. This is her husband. Right. The father of her kids. Who? Who? Granted. Maybe. Is a groupie. But he still backed her. So it don't matter. <laughs> yeah. 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 Drake, you're the bigger groupie here. But hey, I'm, hey, I'm a fan. Mm-hmm. Please don't take my Drake fandom away, but you're a groupie. But hey, don't take it away. Well, you were the groupie because you're clearly not anymore. Um, yeah. So, uh, the major shot he took was to Meg The Stallion, mm-hmm. and it's clear as day this is to Meg The Stallion. The lyrics are this this B word, lie about getting shot, but she's still a stallion. Now, I, thought we, I thought we made it clear that Meg getting shot, we're leaving it alone and not talking about it. Well, into the court case. Right. But Lil Yachty, he came out on quote-unquote Drake's behalf saying that he know Drake ain't gonna speak up about it, but Drake was saying um, about how girls be getting, like, body shots or, like, you know, getting their body done and be lying about it. Mm-hmm. Sir, it, it's a double entendre. It meant both. Right. Okay? It meant both. There is no way you say this be lie about getting stopped, but she's still a, the, the fact that she said stallion. Right. You could have got snuck, shot. He could have snuck his way out of that it. had he not said that. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. But, you, but mm-hmm. what's funny is because you were just listening to Rich Flex uh, on the same album, Twenty One Savage basically, you know, just you know, shouts out Meg by literally using her flow on Savage for a few bars. Mm-hmm. Well, so on the same album in which Drake dissed her, she gets credited as a songwriter right. in Rich Flex, which is the best song on the album, by the way, because uh, 21 stole her uh, flow, you know, so she, uh, yeah, that's funny. But Meg Thee Stallion, what's funny is when it first came out, people were, you know, adding her, you know, she Meg got the Twitter fingers, okay? That's one thing she gonna mm-hmm. do is go back and forth with you on Twitter. Well... Um, she was at first like, y'all stop being, stop with all these conspiracy theories. Like everybody ain't talking about me. A few moments later, <laughs> as they say on SpongeBob, few moments later, she wouldn't must have heard the song because mm-hmm. she was just like, man, these rappers lame. They y'all lame as hell. Mm-hmm. Always trying to use my name uh, to get some clout. Y'all lame, lame. Which I agree is very uh, lame. Yeah. Like, like that just lame. What, what? Like, what did that even have to do with you? You and Drake wasn't even there. Right. Drake and Tory Lanez are friends. I do know that. Maybe that's Drake, why he said it. You weren't even there, bro. So why would you, why would you even, even if you are picking Tory Lanez's side, why would you, because what if she, like, if she, if it comes out that she actually got shot, mm-hmm. are you going to apologize? Probably you know what I'm saying? Not. Are the domestic, uh, uh, people who are victims of domestic abuse and stuff like that are they gonna come after you at that point now do i think drake is one of those you know can't be canceled people absolutely uh, no but, everybody um, can be canceled but i think it, i, I think know. maybe his bar is a little bit higher yeah but i say i don't know some people you know anyways uh yeah that was that was uncalled for but album's still about mm. you know 
You know, I can't just not listen to Drake because he dissed Megan. You know what I'm saying? See, see, you sounded dangerously like me a few months ago. No. Talking about this man. No, no. I'm just saying. We were talking about somebody like like straight up being canceled. Mm Mm-hmm. We talking about Drake and this Megan beef. Like, Drake, like, what? Grant, you shouldn't have said it. You know what I'm saying? But, like, like I said, we we waiting on the court case. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah. Like, what, what, why is you in the biz? Why, it just, it's unnecessary. Drake just be doing unnecessary stuff sometimes. Well, I do agree. If Drake, if Drake wasn't a rapper, he would be lame. Yes. If he was not a famous rapper, he would be lame. I, I do believe that. You know, so, hey, it is what it is. But yes, her loss, Rich Flex. Y'all listen to Rich Flex? Yeah, that's, that's it. That's it. Um... And then I have, you know, this just a little asterisk here. Uh, the baby got two for one tickets to his shows Funny. right now. You talk um, about the funniest cancellation ever. Bruh, lame. <laughs> he is the definition and of a lame. It. He did it to himself. <laughs> did it to himself. You, you, out of nowhere, just unprovoked, start mm-hmm. coming at gay people at your show. Okay, talking bad about gay people at your show. Yeah. One thing you don't do is come after the LGBTQIA community. All right. Got canceled for that, and then at first you didn't want to apologize. As people, mm-hmm. let's take let's as all these people we li- listening to today, Kyrie, Kanye, the baby. If you offend somebody, apologize the right. first time. If you were to apologize, we'd be good. Right now, some of the like I said, the Kyrie thing is a little too. Yeah. Um, right. But yes, so yeah, said stuff about the gay people. Okay, and then the stuff with Danny Lay. Yeah. Like that was just not cool. You know what I'm saying? You recording her on live. You showing y'all baby when she ain't even agreed for y'all to show her baby. Like it's just it, it just wasn't cool. I feel like I'm gonna miss something here. I know because it was something else, something That's lame. He did. Yeah. But then you drop your album, which I heard flopped, like flopped, went wood. Mm-hmm. You dropped your album, and in one of the songs, you talk about how you slept with Megan Thee Stallion. Like, sir, that is just so lame, bro. Yeah. Literally clout chasing. You thought that was going to sell some that's albums. Not, it didn't. That's not going to do it. It's not going to do didn't. it. It didn't. And then he's still, you know, the baby's slapping fans and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Like, he's had a long road. Like, you know, when you get to that level, you got to realize your fans is what is going to make you the money. Right. So he over here posting videos with all his beautiful cars. You know, saying, ah, ha, ha, you know, when they think you got canceled. <laughs> so, well, you did. Somebody said it's more cars in the driveway than people in the stands. <laughs> I said, oh, Lord. Yep. I said, oh, Lord. Yep. Anyways, you know, that's what's been going on, you know, since we've uh, been out for two weeks. You know, we did the best we could. What's we up, uh, Black Panther came out, by the way, last yes, week. Yes, it I did. I to see it. Uh, I'm going to give a quick review without spoiling it. I promise. Oh, here we go. No, no, I promise. I promise. I'm not going to spoil nothing. Uh, bring your tissue uh, because they're going to pull on your heartstrings at the very beginning of the movie and in the middle. Um, and also, with it being a Marvel movie, stay for the credits at the end. It's only one scene, but stay for the end, end scene or well, the, the credit scene because it's going to shock you a little bit. Uh, but it was a good movie. It, I'll, I'm not gonna say it was better or worse than the original Black Panther because, you know, it's different. But it was still a solid movie nonetheless. Um, 
I think the 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 cinematics of it all outstanding. I will say this. I don't know how you can improve on the cinematography from the first movie, but the the elements in there were just absolutely uh, amazing. Um, and also, uh, Lapita. I'm dead. Hey, hey. All I'm saying is, she don't want you. Hey, she don't know. She don't. She don't know. She want me. Uh, but if you talk about somebody that if I ever got the chance, let's go ahead and make sure Lapita's on that list. Oh, Willis. The uh, celebrities that if I ever got a shot, I'm saying yes, no questions asked. Long with what? uh, you know what I mean. Long with uh, Janelle Monae, <laughs> uh, Beyonce, of course. I think she's on everybody's list. Uh, yeah, that's my short list right now. But yeah. A shot at what? I'm sorry, I didn't hear you. You, you know what I'm talking about. You're not finna make me say it on this podcast. My parents <laughs> listen to this. Relax. <laughs> well, now you know what he meant. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hate you. Oh, I hate you so much. Right. Well, you know, there we have it. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, spin a block twice. It's like it ain't nowhere to park. You know what I'm saying? You done? <laughs> Okay, Do you're done. Good. Um, Do so, thing. yeah, before next week, you got to go see Black Panther Wakanda Forever because it's a, it's a solid movie. You know that song? Yes, I know that song. That's it. Oh, that's the flow. He oh from uh, 24. Yes. By T.I. Yes. Okay. That's what flow he hops on. I was like, I know it was somebody Southern. Mm-hmm. That's what Flo he hops yep, on. Yeah, yep. In the middle East, of the song. Atlanta. Yep. So then. Um, yeah. So Ashley, you got anything else before we get out of here? It's late and I'm tired. Uh, no, I'm tired too. I can't stand you. Um, mm, you know. Love you too. It was two weeks of peace. That's mm, what it was. Right. Um, and yeah, I guess we're back, huh? Mm-hmm. I guess so. Uh so with that being said, we are going to get out of here. Uh as always, thank y'all. We appreciate y'all. We love y'all. Uh, for sticking around with us, for listening to us. And uh, one of these days, we're going to make it big and, you know, actually make money off of this thing. But until then, we're going to keep putting out episodes. Um, that's Ashley. I'm Mervin. This has been episode 89. And we'll be back with an episode number 90. Only 10 episodes away from the magical number of the More Right Than Wrong podcast.